Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The Super Bowl may be over, but you can make every game feel like the big game at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all sports betting this season. Little bit of a down period here in the sports realm, but they have everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's that easy. Just make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Believe in Falcons. I am your host, Will McFadden. The NFL tampering period for free agency officially began at noon on Monday, and boy, were the Atlanta Falcons busy. In fact, they didn't even wait until the tampering period began because they were making moves that fell outside of the realm of free agency. So as I mentioned last week, kind of in the lead up to free agency, the plan is still main show every Wednesday throughout the offseason, but... As kind of pocket events like this pop up, I'm going to pop in and give you guys maybe 15, 20 minutes, uh, quick takes on the day's news as I can get to it. Um, Generally, you know, there's going to be news probably throughout the evening. Um, As I record this, it is 6.01 p.m. Eastern time on Monday afternoon. So I'm sure there's going to be news between now and, you know, say Tuesday evening. We'll probably get to that on Tuesday's podcast. Now, if the Falcons trade for Lamar Jackson, yeah, maybe you might hear from me uh, right after the fact because that is certainly warranting a more immediate reaction. However, 
as it stands now, probably going to do a recap of uh, a day's news when there is enough news to really recap. And that was certainly the case on Monday. So let me do a quick little rundown of everything that went on again up until at least six o'clock in the afternoon. But the news got started uh, when it was announced that the Falcons were trading for tight end Janu Smith, who, of course, had uh, experience with Arthur Smith from their time down in Tennessee when Janu Smith really excelled and actually put himself in line for the nice payday that he got as a free agent with New England, who the Falcons are sending a seventh round pick to for the rights to Janu Smith, man. You know, most teams like I feel like Bill Belichick has this reputation as being a really or at least back in the day, a really shrewd, certainly like free agency trades, things like that. Very stingy. Um, usually the the Patriots don't make a deal unless they feel like they're going to at the very least, like kind of come out even on it. The Falcons recently have just I feel like fleeced the Patriots. Obviously, we need to see how Johnu Smith performs down here in Atlanta, but given his track record, with Arthur Smith uh, in Tennessee, where I believe he had nine touchdowns the year before. I I like the fact that you're only giving up a seventh round pick and you think back to, you know, them sending a a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu. We know how that turned out. The Falcons, you know, when when the Patriots are involved, it's not too, too bad. Uh, I'm not not too upset with that. So that kind of kicked everything off. And I'll I'll get to deeper into each uh, kind of transaction here in a little bit. Let me just run through the rest of this list. He says to himself as if anybody else was keeping him from doing it. The biggest news, maybe, well, one of the biggest pieces of news, because really they're like, pick your poison. There's a lot of big news uh, coming out on Monday. Gave Chris Lindstrom a five-year extension. I think that probably counts as the biggest thing because he may be a better player than Jesse Bates, uh, you know, all things considered. Um, and that's not a slight to Jesse Bates. And that's, you know, probably the wrong time to say this because he's going to be the shiny new toy. And we'll get to that in a second. But Chris Lindstrom's impact, I think, was so felt this past year uh, as the right guard for this team. He was arguably the best interior offensive lineman in the NFL last year. Uh, PFF had him as the highest graded uh, guard, certainly. And it's nice to see him get rewarded. He becomes the league's Highest paid guard, uh, five years, $105 million. So congratulations to Chris Lindstrom, uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year for the Falcons. He is awesome. A really great guy off the field uh, and a hell of a competitor on the field. So I like to see that move, kind of the Falcons, before free agency really kicks off. Hey, we're going to take care of one of our own, somebody who does things the right way, who is a leader in the locker room, and now is, is playing some of the best ball of anybody in the NFL. So really good to see Chris Lindstrom get that deal done. Falcons also re-signed Keith Smith. One-year deal, smaller deal, um, but congrats to Keith Smith, 10th year in the league. Uh, it's nice to see him stick around. He's given a lot to this organization. I know some people, Aaron Freeman specifically, thought they could go maybe target another fullback, um, but they don't have to. Keith Smith is here. That doesn't preclude them, obviously, from continuing to add to the position. As they say, they like to add everywhere. They want com- competition everywhere, but Keith Smith, you know, he's not going to provide any headaches for you and a great special teams player as well. So that is something the Falcons uh, put a lot of value into another big move. Uh, reports are that the Falcons will sign defensive tackle David Onyemata. Uh, a lot of people kind of pegged Marcus Davenport, CJ Gardner, Johnson, me among them, if not first and foremost among them as kind of that Ryan Nielsen, uh, 
former connection that maybe the Falcons could identify and, and look to bring in. David Onyemata fits that bill as well. It's just that I was so uh, blindsided by Javon Hargrave that, you know, I didn't give a ton of, uh, I guess, run or airtime to David Onyemata, but that was wrong of me because I, I think that he is going to be a great partner for Grady Jarrett. They are a little bit more similar than I think they are different. So I'm curious to see, and so is Taquan Graham. I mean, you could throw that in there. They now have three kind of agile interior pass rushing types of, of players. So I think that David Onyemata will be able to come in here and kind of do what the Falcons need him to do. So that was a, a cool signing to see. I, I expect now that they will really turn their attention to the edge rush or maybe, you know, just kind of the second level because they, again, they've got those three interior guys. Like that's a solid trio when you've got Grady Jarrett, David Onyemata and Taquan Graham, given how Taquan Graham, uh, improved this past year in his second season. So I really like that move. A um, couple more re-signing Bradley Pinion to a three-year deal as your punter. You know, he he did everything I think Atlanta really wanted him to. So we don't need to linger too much on that. The Falcons are kind of keeping their special teams trio in place. Long snapper, kicker, punter. The Falcons had one of the best special teams units in the league last year. So I don't think it's a surprise to see them keep the gang together with Marquise Williams. Um, there is your special teams coordinator. So Bradley Pinion sticking around. All right. The other piece that's maybe the biggest news uh, of the afternoon is Jesse Bates, right? When the Instagram post went around hanging out with Kyle Pitts, AJ Terrell, uh, some, you know, key young Falcons players. Everybody got really excited. Hey, Jesse Bates. PFF, I believe, has him as the five of the fifth player uh, heading into free agency, uh, the fifth best player, I should say, heading into free agency. So a big signing. Bates fills a lot of needs, I think, for what the Falcons are looking for as they start to really invest in building this team the way that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot truly want to. Um, he's young, just turned 26 uh, last month, and he has been on the field a lot I believe he's only missed, he's played, started 79 games over five seasons. I think he's only missed a handful of games less than that um, during his time in this league. So he's going to be on the field. He's versatile, which is a big thing for this team and, and what Arthur Smith wants on both sides of the ball. I mean, we saw it with the offense, but we know Dean Pease wanted a versatile defense, and it's something that Ryan Nielsen has talked a lot about since coming over here, and it's what the Falcons want to do. Bates can play kind of both of those safety roles if you need him to. I think he fits better as that center fielder single high option, but they've got Richie Grant, who has a little bit of a Swiss Army knife profile to him. So that should allow them to use Richie Grant in the way that they really want to, which we saw bits of last year. And then you put a Pro Bowl caliber player like Jesse Bates back there to man your single high. You can still disguise a lot of things, um, but he's reliable. He's versatile. He's going to be on the field and he's young and he can be a pillar for this defense. Again, as the Falcons kind of reallocate these resources to the defensive side of the ball, I don't think it is a surprise at all, or it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that the Falcons kind of two big major moves uh, today for free agency. As far as that is concerned, we're on the defensive side of the ball with David Onyemata and Jesse Bates. Now, obviously investing in Chris Lindstrom, that's a big move. Getting Jonu Smith, I mean, a seventh round pick, as I mentioned, not a big price to pay. And I think that, you know, that highlights the versatility they want to keep on offense by having those 12 
um, personnel packages and really being able to do a lot of different things out of that look. So Jesse Bates is going to be the kind of headline move and rightfully so, at least coming out of Monday. I let's dig into that just a little bit more. He was the number one safety per PFF uh, in 2020. And since then, you know, he's continued to be really solid at the position. He was 13th this past year, according to Pro Football Focus, which, you know, isn't a lot. But he was part of a Cincinnati defense that really did become a little bit of a strength for that team. Obviously, given the potency of uh, Cincinnati's offense, their secondary got tested a lot. But as I mentioned, he's played over a thousand snaps each of uh, the last five seasons since uh, since he's been in the league. Essentially, he's, he's not played fewer than a than a thousand snaps, which is insane. So he's going to be on the field. I think some people might be a little bit confused as to why this happens first. Maybe not because, again, he's one of the highest profile players out there on the market right now. He's going to get a deal done pretty quickly. But you could understand if somebody is saying, hey, isn't pass rush like their biggest need? So what's going on here? Terry Fondo has said in the past that you target the needs that you have in free agency. That makes a lot of sense. His background is in pro personnel with the Saints. He kind of cut his teeth finding these underrated players, these diamonds in the rough, and then getting the best years out of them uh, in New Orleans when he really identified what they did well and how that could be executed uh, inside of the scheme. So, yeah, why aren't they necessarily going and getting the number one pass rusher on Monday? Uh, I would just say settle, settle down for a, for one second. Um, a, it's not that great of a uh, an edge rush class, you know. Marcus Davenport, sure, but there are question marks there. Yes, he's still young, but I don't know if he solves all of your problems overnight. You get somebody like Jesse Bates here, and the Falcons really in in an NFL that is geared more towards throwing the football than ever before, and it just continues to trend that way. You've got to be able to put a little bit of a blanket on some of these offenses. And something that I really found interesting when Ryan Nielsen was talking was that Arthur Smith wants to defend the run, but he wants to defend the run without dedicating all of those resources to it. Um, Jesse Bates is, is an awesome tackler. So that is a way that you can make a move that looks like it is impacting your coverage first and foremost, but ultimately can impact your run game because the Falcons were not a very good tackling team last year. Conversely, Jesse Bates uh, had a run defense grade of an 84.8, which was a top five mark, according to Pro Football Focus. So you get somebody who's smart, you get somebody with instincts, you plug him in here to be a little bit of a leader on the back end of this defense and to help bolster a younger group that is still learning, still maturing. But you got to tackle. You got to still play the run really well from these looks that are more dictated to take away the pass. You know, you kind of want these offenses to run the ball, but when they do, you need to be ready, you need to be ready to shut it down. So David Onyemata, I think, can help in that a little bit, but Jesse Bates is a sneaky good way for the Falcons to really bolster their run defense. As I mentioned earlier, now with these kind of two moves out of the way, I really think that the Falcons can hammer defensive edge and perhaps linebacker. Now, you know, what they do with nickel, I think, is the other big thing here on the defensive side of the ball. And that's where a player like CJ Gardner Johnson maybe could have addressed both situations. As it stands, the Falcons have a little bit of a trio here now at safety 
with uh, Jalen Hawkins and Richie Grant in addition to Jesse Bates, who now comes in. I wonder if they go in with all three of those. I wonder if they, you know, look to offload maybe Jalen Hawkins, figure out a trade or something like that. Um, purely speculating here. So I, I don't know anything. I'm not reporting anything. Uh, never a bad thing to have that depth. It's never a bad thing to, you know, as we saw kind of in 2019, I think with Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen and Demonte KZ, that was a situation where an injury I think did happen to Demonte KZ. And then Ricardo Allen ended up playing most of the year, that free safety role after they had him in a little bit of a hybrid, uh, joker type of role to begin with. So Safety is a position where you definitely can use all of the depth that you can get. But Jesse Bates is not coming in here to be a rotational player. As I mentioned, a thousand snaps every single year. I expect him to get just as many. And now I expect the Falcons to really focus on that pass rush. Um, Going back to Onyemata really quickly. I don't know if this is just the answer for Atlanta. Um, It's reported to be a three-year, $35 million deal uh, with 24.5 of that fully guaranteed. So, you know, essentially you can read that as, as it's he's going to be here for two years minimum, um, uh, barring anything totally out of the blue. I know that he had uh, a performance-enhancing drug suspension to start the season last year, which, you know, some people would look at, okay, in 2021 is really when he had his solid grades. I mean, 2020 as well. So the previous two years, he was maybe as good as he's ever been uh, for New Orleans defensive line. He was the seventh highest graded defender uh, on the interior for pro football focus uh, the last two seasons. So that kind of highlights, you know, what he's capable of. But also, you know, this past year kind of coming back down to earth a little bit and not playing uh, that way again, mentioned uh, the six game suspension. So Perhaps that plays into it and just kind of was a little bit rusty, didn't have the year going in or the preparation going into the year that he usually does. Um, But he's 30 years old. I just wonder if this is going to be like more of a a 1B type of move or even a 2A type of move. It's not going to be the big splash on the defensive line that the Falcons need. Uh, It is a good move. It's a good rotational move. Again, it bolsters the depth. The Falcons really need something there. And it pairs him again with Ryan Nielsen. With Terry Fontenot, these guys know better than anybody what he's capable of, how they should use him, what his history is, what's legit, what's not. So it deserves the benefit of the doubt, even if it's not to the level of a Jesse Bates or a Chris Lindstrom. The Falcons can't all make moves like that. In fact, I'd be surprised if they did, uh, because I think Terry Fontenot's history is really not one for swinging for the fences, but making these kind of smart, calculated, precise moves. And that's how I think we should be viewing this. You've got Grady. Grady is your number one defensive tackle. David Onyemata is going to come in here and pair really nicely, I think, with him. But I'm going to personally temper my expectations. I don't think he's coming in here and, and fixing, you know, the Falcons pass rush or even if that is kind of what they have in mind for him. So I, I think that would be a little unfair to just look at him and say, all right, cool, like, We've got another person in here like Grady who could have six and a half sacks each season. And and there we go. Now, now we've got another person like that in the mix. He may be capable of doing that. I just think that that's not necessarily where my head's at uh, with this signing, but I think it's an awesome signing. I think it's definitely has an opportunity to be one of these that we look back on and say, yeah, that was really smart signing uh, for the Falcons on the first day of the free agency tampering period to get that reportedly. As I should say, all of these are reported. Nothing's final until 
Wednesday when the new league year starts. But as of now, it certainly looks like David Onimata and Jesse Bates uh, will be joining the Falcons and John U. Smith. You know that we know. So those three guys, uh, those are the new additions as of Monday afternoon. Um, I'm sure that more news will be trickling in here over the next few hours, certainly tomorrow uh, on Tuesday. So if anything major happens, look for us again uh, or look for me again, I guess, on your podcast feed. And we will be having another one of these kind of quick little downloads on just what's happened. Get some real quick thoughts. Wednesday, the plan is to have Ovi back with me. We'll be doing a more extensive kind of recap, precap. Uh, we're going to be recapping the news, reacting more extensively to these signings today. Uh, anything else that happens before we record a Tuesday evening and then look for that on Wednesday morning, bright and early. And we will be kind of diving in fully ahead of the actual start of free agency, but it's going to be a really fun week. I think this is a positive sign that the Falcons are active early. They know they can't sit on their hands. They need to be aggressive. They need to go make things happen. Uh, and so I like the plan that they've put in place so far. I believe in it. Uh, and there you go. That's our, uh, our Monday recap for the not even official start of free agency, but the start of the free agency tampering period that saw the Falcons be very, very busy. So today's podcast was presented by bet online. Thank you guys, as always for listening, please spread the word, let everybody know where they can find us. We'll see you next time. Until then, take care. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to make Mom's Day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat Mom to the good stuff from just $30. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. 
Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh air wick. 